The Trump raid has finally been addressed by Merrick Garland, sort of. The Democrats want to make the IRS into another police bureaucracy. And surprise, surprise, a new virus is found in China. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. How you doing today? You may have noticed I was not, I didn't do my podcast yesterday because there's construction outside. You would have been hearing nothing but jackhammering. So I decided to skip it and do it today. Uh, here's the big problem. They're still jackhammering. So I said, okay, we're going to continue on because what are we going to do? Take off forever because they're a little bit of jackhammering and looking at what they're doing outside, it's going to be for a, a week or so because it looks like they're tearing apart an entire driveway. So we decided to jump in and just do it anyway. Um, so we got some Kamala-isms, of course. Uh, this has got to be one of the dumbest statements I have heard. And this one comes from old Joe himself. And this is going to be the new line. This is going. This administration loves to redefine things, and they're redefining everything right now. When Joe sat, sat there and said this, I was like, uh, that's no, that's not what was said. It's, just listen to old Joe. He's just a complete moron. Before I begin today, I want to say a word about the news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July. Zero percent. Here's what that means. While the price of some things go up went up last month, the price of other things went down by the same amount. The result, zero inflation last month. But people are still hurting, but zero inflation last month. Economists look at a measure of inflation that ignores food and energy prices, and they call it core inflation. That's about the lowest amount in several years, several months. When you couple that with last week's booming job Well, I guess this shouldn't be too much of a surprise he says something stupid like that. First off, let's be very clear, inflation did not, is not gone. We're, we're not at zero inflation. Labor market, we are, are at right, last month's inflation rate was at 8.5%. Now that's down, good for him, from 9.2%, which was a 50-year high, but 8.5% inflation is still a 40-year high. So... He can sit there and twist it all, all he wants. And remember, we've talked about this. Inflation should be at about 1% to 2%. Okay, it's not really supposed to be at 8 9%. And that's like me sitting there and saying, no, the core inflation is 9% when it was actually 8.5%. So, no, he's dead wrong. The where he comes up with the zero thing is he says some things went down, like gas and, and gas has gone down and... Uh, some prices of energy have gone down and he's saying that oh the the economy looks great because of unemployment is at 3.5 that that's that's true remember we talked about this unemployment is not an indicator of a recession okay it is a creation a recession creates unemployment high employment does not have anything to do with the recession does not prove that we're not in a recession but he he's doing this thing again where he is just picking and choosing statistics 
to make it look like we are at zero when in fact we are not at zero. We're at 8.5%. So again, this is a redefinition of terms, a redefinition of what inflation is. Now, remember, this is the problem. This is the problem with statistics. That's why these guys keep making changes to things and saying, oh, well, no, this is not inflation. Because with statistics, I can make anything up. And that's exactly what this administration is doing. So, no, he's full of crap. But this is going to be the new, this is going to be the new uh, talking point with these people. This is what they are going to do from now on. They are going to say, we are at 0% inflation. And Karen Jean-Pierre, she, she tweeted a BS statement, and she's been getting crap. She's been getting absolute crap. She, sa- she tweeted this. We just received news that our economy had 0% inflation in July. While the price of some things went up, the price of others, like gas and clothing and more, dropped. In fact... The current drop in gas prices is the fastest in a decade, saving American families with two cars $106 per month. Now, mind you, mind you, uh, yes, but it has also gone up fastest in four decades, five decades. And she she keeps saying, oh, well, it's dropped. What would she say? It dropped a, a no, she didn't say how much it dropped, but it's dropped like a dollar a, ga- dollar a gallon. Well, that's great. It's still $2 above where it was when, when Biden took office. So I don't know. In California, we're paying five, we're still paying five, over $5 a gallon for gas, $5.20, $5.10. I mean, it was, that's a lot better than the $6.20 we were paying uh, two months ago. But it's still, we were paying $2.70. I think the national average was $2.30. We were paying $2.70 before Biden took office. So the reality is we're still double what our gas prices were. So this is not a good thing. Anyway, continuing, uh, she says, what's more, real wages went up for the first time in almost a year, but we know we have more work to do. Now, real, no, they didn't actually. They're down. At eight point, the average salary has gone up, I think it was 5%, all right? With inflation being at 8.5%, that means you your salary actually went down 3%. That's how that's calculated. So, yes, more people at McDonald's are getting $15, $16, $17 an hour. But they're also paying $10 now for that Big Mac. And actually, I'm not exaggerating. It's about $10 for a Big Mac. Um Okay, but they have more work to do, right? Congress should send the Inflation Reduction Act to President Biden's desk as soon as possible to lower health care, prescription drug costs, and energy costs. So, in other words, these guys are sticking with these policies. They think they are being, they are successful. That's what they think. And, And they have no intention of changing their policies. This is the biggest problem with this administration. They just will not change. They will not budge. They are going in this direction and they're going to keep going in this direction until they bankrupt the country. And I don't think bankrupting the country is really that far a thought that uh, of what could happen in this country. We could be looking at a depression if we've got two more years of this crap. Now, the good news is he's probably going to be a lame duck president in uh, November 
or by January, because Congress is going to get, at least uh, the House is going to get overturned. Hopefully the Senate, I, there's a 50-50, there's a, probably a 55-45 chance that doesn't happen in the Senate because of the, uh, because of uh, the people that are, are running. Only a third of the Senate is running and a lot of those senators actually are pretty strong. So it, it's going to be it's going to be hard. I mean, it really is important that you, we take Georgia again, that we get rid of. We just need one seat to to change power. We need to gain one seat in the Senate, and I'm hoping we can we can do it in Georgia. But we'll have to see. Okay, uh, other news. Um, this is sad. Anne Hache, um she was in a car accident last week. A lot of people are thinking that the car accident involved uh, drunk driving. She had made some comments on a podcast uh, before she had gotten into the accident. Um, she is apparently in a coma. I say apparently for a reason. She apparently is in a coma, and a rep today said that she may not serve. She's probably not going to survive. Uh, very sad. She started movies like. Um, like uh, uh, Volcano. Uh, she also was really well known for her affair with um, uh, that other gal. What was her name? I can't remember her name, but she she had a lesbian affair with uh, Ellen DeGeneres. That's who it is. And apparently that's why her career took a nosedive after the affair with Ellen DeGeneres. I've Apparently, she did very little in Hollywood after. She she had said she was being blacklisted. Could be. I don't know. She's kind of crazy. This is this is the thing. She's also has a tendency of being... I hope I'm, I hope I'm right here. But she has a tendency to be uh, one of these people that exaggerates to try and get um, more business. So when she was pulled out of her car, she looked fine. She was actually talking. She was conscious. And then suddenly she's in a coma and she's not going to make it. I'm hoping this is a publicity stunt. Uh, we just don't hear a lot, but we'll see how that works out. And today, today, uh, about an hour and a half ago, Simon Ru uh, Salman Ru Rushdie, the writer of the Satanic Verses, was stabbed in the neck while he was making a speech in New York. Now, Simon Rushkey wrote Satanic, the Satanic Verses back in 1988, and Iran, the Ayatollah Khomeini from Iran, put a fatwa on him, which is basically an assassination order. And I, the Ayatollah Khomeini, who's dead and probably in hell, um, he had put a $3 million bounty on his head. So right now there is no news as to his condition. I do have the news on right now, waiting to see if uh, waiting to see if any news comes up. We may not hear any may not may not hear anything yet. But uh, good luck to both of those two. Now this whole thing with Joe Biden with not Joe Biden with Donald Trump and this raid at his Mar-a-Lago home is getting really, really confusing. Now, remember yesterday I had said that um, I understand why the government doesn't want to release these warrants, anyone to see the warrants or the affidavits, 
but I had said that Trump's lawyers should have wanted to release the warrants and affidavits because they had they had them. Why not release them? Well, it turns out that there were reports that Trump Trump's lawyers didn't actually get to keep a copy of those warrants, and that's why they weren't being released. Well, I'm not sure who has the warrants. I'm not sure if the Trump administration has the warrants. I have no idea what's happening with those warrants. I do know now what they're trying to do, both the government and Trump are trying to do. We'll see if that happens. It was supposed to happen yesterday or today. It still hasn't happened, and we'll talk about that. Merrick Garland had finally decided to make a statement. He finally said yesterday, I'll make a statement. It was a BS statement. He basically came out, he was supposed, he said, I'm going to say something for five, he told all the reporters, I'm going to talk for five minutes, I'm not going to answer any questions, I'm going to be very direct, and then I'm going to leave. And even the Biden administration sat back and said they did not know Garland was going to speak. Well, Garland ended up being about 40 minutes late to his own press conference. Now, if it's true that the Biden administration did not know he was going to talk, that would explain why uh, that would explain why he didn't show up on the podium right away. It's because he's going to be way too busy updating the president on what he's going to say. Also, he's probably he was probably very careful with the statement. He wanted to make sure he said everything absolutely correctly. So chances are he, he just waited. Now, what he basically said, which wasn't much... He said that the White House did not know that the White House did not know that they were raiding Trump's uh, uh, mansion. I don't believe that. I think that's a lie. Uh, Garland said there was a report by Newsweek that said that Merrick Garland didn't even know about the raid. I, I'm sorry, I don't believe that either. And then. It was said that he praised the FBI, and he said that he did know about the warrant. He did sign off on the warrant. That I kind of believe. I can't believe that Merrick Garland would not have known. This Newsweek had said, oh, Merrick Garland didn't even know the warrant was executed. Yeah, I, I doubt that. I mean, this was something the Department of Justice was actually supposed to be doing. So I, I, I don't buy it. Uh, other information that's come out today is that the Washington Post decided to release a story, which sounds like BS. I'll tell you why in a second. Release a story that said that one of the things that the our National Archive was looking for was nuclear information about nuclear missiles. Maybe he had the codes, maybe he had some information on the nuclear missiles, how they're built themselves. We don't really know, but uh, the Washington Post reported that he had something like that. I call it crap. I, I, I think that's all baloney. And I think the Washington Post is probably going to be issuing a... And by the way, we're not even going to know that from the warrant, I don't think. I think that has to be an affidavit as to what they were collecting. And I'm pretty sure Donald Trump, who has been handing stuff over to the National Archive probably didn't have 15, 15 to 20 boxes of nuclear material. So we'll, we'll have to see that. Uh, I count crap. Now, President Trump said, no, that's not true. He called it a, a hoax. All right. 
the Washington Post, another reason, uh, I've got about five reasons I don't believe him. Washington Post is most anti-Trump left-wing newspaper in the United States today. There, I just, I wouldn't believe them. If they told me it was going to be sunny outside, I'd take, I'd break out an umbrella. They are just terrible. And I do read them. I do subscribe to them. So I can say that. Um, if he did actually take the paperwork for the archive, another reason I don't believe this, if he did actually take the, the paperwork from the archive, um, that seems like it would be a legitimate reason to raid the place. If he's got secret material about nuclear weaponry, well, yeah, I they, I'd be okay with them raiding it. I don't want him to have that. But I, I, it seems to me that would be... And then, let's not forget, Donald Trump has been giving stuff back to them. You'd think Donald Trump would say, yeah, I guess I understand, and would give that information back. Suddenly, what does Donald Trump want with this stuff in the first place? Finally, if this is a justification of the raid, if this is actually why, why wouldn't the Biden administration and Merrick Garland say that? Yeah, he's got information about uh, military weaponry we can't have them having. We can't have outside of this this place. It seems to me that would be good enough justification to say this is why we raided them. Of course, the news media, they don't even want to call it a raid. And finally, another thing which, which really kicks my cat here, uh, if he actually had information on nuclear weaponry, would it be the National Archive that goes after him? Or would it be the CIA? Would it be the Department of Homeland Security? Would it be the Department of Defense? But the National Archive? That's the one that's worried about the nuclear information? So I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I call this absolute BS. I don't believe it for a second. In other news, this is, this is pretty awesome. Uh... <laughs> I guess we're creating a new police force, and that police force is going to be the IRS. So let's take a look. According to the New York Post, an online job posting for several for special agents within the law enforcement branch of the Internal Revenue Service, IRS, is causing a stir on social media as Congress prepares to pass a, spe a spending bill that would greatly expand the federal agency. A link to a job posting for, quote, criminal investigation special agents, appeared to have been briefly deleted on Wednesday following online criticism of the posting's language, though it reappeared back online after a Fox Business inquiry to the agency. A, quote, key requirement, end quote, for applicants is that they have to be, le quote, legally allowed to carry a firearm, end quote, and, quote, major duties and quote, include, quote, carrying a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary and be willing to be a, be willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants and other dangerous assignments, according to the job posting. Here, here, here's, here's where it is. I, I, I actually, if you go to dumbass talking, oh, you're going to see it if you're watching the video cast, but here is actually what it says. Major duties. This is from irs.gov. Okay, jobs.irs.gov. One, adhere to the highest standards of conduct, especially in maintaining, maintaining honesty integr and integrity. 
Work a minimum of 50 hours per week, which may include irregular hours, and be on call 24-7, including holidays and weekends. Does that sound like an IRS agent? When you call the IRS on, on Christmas, do they answer? No, that sounds like a, that sounds like policing. Three, maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. Life-threatening situations? Does that sound like an IRS agent? Uh, four, carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. <laughs> And finally, be willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. You know, as if the IRS isn't scary enough, now they want to be able to carry guns and kill people. Does this sound like the IRS of old? Here's the problem. When bureaucracies become weapons of the government, tyranny is not far behind. This kind of stuff is exactly what happened in the Soviet Union. The, K the KGB, the um, uh, GR, uh, GR, GRD or GDR, or whatever they were called at that time, that, that's exactly what they did. This, they would go in, take money. This is what they did. All right. They, the Soviets would go in, GRE, that's what they're called. The KGB or the GRE would go in, take your money. And if you had any type of resistance... They just shoot you. This is what the IRS is becoming. And I don't think it's an exaggeration at all. So it's it's really bad. Of course, the Soviets couldn't do that until they did one thing first. What do you think that one thing the Soviets had to do before the GRE and the KGB could walk in and take all your stuff? They had to take your guns first, which the Soviets did. Sound familiar? Yeah, this is going to be real popular. And there's already talk that a lot of people are not interested in this. And they are already throwing fits about it. And Democrats, this is not a selling point for the November elections. So here we go again. Um, yay, China has a brand new disease. Uh, so according to the New York Post, nearly three dozen people have been sickened by a new virus spreading in China. With scientists warning, it is too early to tell if it is deadly or spreads among humans. Of course, wouldn't believe them anyway. The Langya hepavirus, or Levy, appears to be jumping from animals in parts of China nearly three years after the coronavirus pandemic started there. It belongs to a family of viruses that are known to infect humans and cause fatal disease. A Chinese-led team of international scientists wrote in a peer-reviewed study in the New England Journal of Medicine. That includes the Nipa virus, which spreads from pigs and kills up to 75% of those infected, according to the World Health Organization. I mean, it's been almost three months since we've had a uh, deadly virus, so, you know, it's probably time to uh, have another one. I mean, monkeypox... Turns out it's not really deadly and no one really seems to care about it, especially the gay men who are the ones that are actually catching monkeypox. Um, they don't seem to care. So, I mean, they're still having sex with each other in orgies and weird stuff like that. 
And by the way, this is going to be the new normal. Uh, they, they love this. China loves it because they were able to go in and manipulate and destroy the entire economy by releasing this virus. Whether they did it on purpose or not, I don't know. I, I have a tendency to think it was probably an accidental release. They were just not very good at... China's not very good at doing things. Okay, They're not very good at innovating. They're not very good at controlling things. They only control... I mean, they have problems controlling their own people. But the... Um, but this is an example. China liked the fact that this virus shut down all the economies in the world. So they love it. Politicians love it too. Politicians, Germany, England, Canada, the United States, New Zealand, Australia, they loved it because those politicians, this allowed them to control the people. I mean, we're still dealing with it in the United States. Australia has basically become a, a, a communist, has become a dictatorship over there. Look what happened with our voting. Do you think if that virus was released, Donald Trump would have lost that last election to Joe Biden, for Christ's sake? Of course he wouldn't have lost it. Joe Biden just hid away for a year. So they absolutely love this. The, the thing is here, it's time when we have little viruses like this, when we have, we're, there's always going to be viruses. Always going to be viruses. We're all, there's always going to be disease. We must be brave and just deal with these diseases and must continue on, continue living. We cannot go into hiding for two years every time a pox of something comes out. Every time there's a flu. I mean, because this is what's going to happen. You watch. We're, we're going to have a flu season coming up. And they're going to start pushing this. I mean, they're already talking about a sixth variant, variant of Omicron. Which, by the way, my entire family got a Omicron again. And guess what? They all survived. They were sick for a day. Or two days, maybe. And that was it. But in this, when we have a flu season coming up, and it's going to be a bad flu season because we've spent so much time indoors for two years, we never got infected by the flus that were out for those seasons. So it's going to be vicious. I know I had a really bad flu last year because I wasn't afraid. I used to go out. We need to be brave and we need to actually deal with these viruses and just move on. And stop shutting our lives down. And that includes the mask wearing thing, the vaccine thing, the six foot distancing, all this crap. Just get over it and live your life. Because I know I won't do this again. I mean, in California, they're still talking about implementing mask mandates in school. They're still pushing for vaccine mandates for schools, even though they're beginning to loosen that stuff up. Josie and I talked about her youngest daughter, and she refuses to get her vaccinated. Well, California, they have said this. I think they've backed up on it, backed off on it, because we haven't heard anything. They said if you are not vaccinated, you cannot go to school. You must stay at home. And my my fiance or Josie, okay, stay at home. We're not going to do this again. Well, in related news, the uh, New York State Department of Health and the New York. City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene has reported that they have found polio, the polio virus in the uh, wastewater. Now, 
it's not, this is, again, this is not a shock. This is not a shock. We still have, in San Diego a few years ago, they found a dead bat by a restaurant where I used to work, by where I used to work, and it had bubonic plague. I mean, this stuff is all around us. It, it's not, never that, it's never going away. It's always going to be there. It can always be found. Uh, according to State Health Commissioner Dr. Mary T. Bassett, she said in a statement, for every one case of paralytic polio identified, hundreds more may be undetected. The detection of polio virus in wastewater samples in New York City is alarming, but not surprising. Already, the state health department, working with local and federal partners, is responding urgently, continuing case investigation, and aggre aggre aggressively assessing the spread. Now, um, again, they say, and they say they make this very clear. This is the kind of stuff that health departments should be doing. Don't create panic. And that's what these folks are doing. Yeah, it's there. Um, pretty common. No big deal. You'll all survive. That's basically what they're saying. And, and it's all localized. No one has polio. It's just in the wastewater. And by the way, polio, for the most part, is eradicated. I mean, I'm vaccinated against polio. We've had uh, vaccines. I think it was the 50s they, they, they found founded the polio vaccine. It's all been eliminated as far as killing uh, humans. I mean, it really isn't a thing anymore. And these are the vaccines. I'm, I'm pro-vaccine when it comes to, to things like this where we know the vaccine actually works. The problem I have with the vaccine, and I got the vaccine, the problem I have with the COVID-19 vaccine, and we, I got to stop calling it the China virus because now they seem to be coming up with viruses all over the place. I say China viruses. There are 18 viruses China has now. But the reason I was against the COVID-19 vaccine as time went on, because at first I was thrilled with it and I got it, I got it, is that the vaccine doesn't work. <laughs> That's why I'm against it. I'm not against the vaccine if it worked. But I mean, Joe Biden, 90% of his body is body weight is made up of vaccine. He still caught the damn thing and he's still out for 21 days. So that's it. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Uh, if you didn't know it, this is the first podcast that I'm actually doing as a video cast also. So if you want to, you want to see my ugly mug, you can go to rumble.com, type in dumbasses talking politics, and that will be there. That will take me a little longer to, to upload, but it will be done by today. I hope you guys have a great weekend. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.